Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Grim fans! Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV's Grim After Show. We're blessing the rains because uh, that's apparently the only, you got to murder people if you're going to bless the rains. I'm your host, Zach Wilson, talking to you about Starcrossed here on AfterBuzz TV today. Ooh, yeah. uh, the episode of Grim. Oh, I'm really very excited, guys. Tweet at me throughout the week, throughout the show. That's Zach Wilson. Let me introduce my fantastic panel back as always. Yell Teagle. Hi, everybody. Hi, I'm Yell. You can tweet at me live at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. I'm also in the chat roll with you right now. So if you're live in the chat, I'm reading your comments. I will get to them if they're interesting. And if I miss them, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. It's T A U R I J A Y. Yeah. You're going to leave groove the show it. or you're going to sing it? Groove it. <laughs> and groove it. And I mean, maybe it. I'm going to do both, Yell. You don't know. I don't I don't know. Anything can happen. Anything is possible on Grim and the you, the after show. <laughs> because I bless the rains. No, okay, yeah. I got it wrong. Please, All please right, no. that's done. It's done. We're done. All right, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Cut it. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> I almost wanted a record set. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, let's, with all seriousness, let's open with our quote. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Only you shall eat, shall not eat the blood. You shall pour it out on the earth like water. Do you want to try it again? Yes, I do. Okay, actually. great. Yeah. Only you shall not eat the blood. You shall pour it out on the earth like water. Much better. Ooh, there you go. It was um, good. Good the second time. That yeah. is uh, from uh, the Bible. Pulling oh. <laughs> from some... Uh, Where in the Bible? Uh, Deuteronomy. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, <laughs> yes, of course. I knew that. <laughs> right. uh, I didn't have to look it up at all. No. Um, but yeah, um, it's from the Bible. Uh, I don't have a lot of context on it, unfortunately. <laughs> it's, uh, my, my knowledge of the Bible is limited, even from the Old Testament. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So let's uh, let's start. What do you guys think of uh, of Starcrossed? Um, yeah, I, you really hated the title. I could see it on your I face. D- I didn't like the title. Um, I felt misled. And um, you thought it was gonna be a Starcrossed lover. Yeah, I, I when I see Get some Nadaland action up in here. I don't know what I was looking for, but when I hear Starcrossed, I assume the best <laughs> in the week would be Starcrossed um, lovers, of course. But no, it was literally stars and crosses. Yeah, um, which. Great. Good for you, punsters. <laughs> um, but no. I don't even think that qualifies as a pun. Whatevs. Good for you, literal. Wordplay at best. Yeah. Literal users. <laughs> um, I'll tell you this. I I fell in love with Eve this episode. Yeah. I really like Eve as a character. 
Um, but the Vesson of the week, Tari's gonna hate me. I was I was so not interested in this week's Vesson and that story and the rain. So. I had mixed feelings about it. Tari, what do you think? Um I okay. <laughs> I I liked it. I liked the story. Uh, I mean, the Vessin of the week, the Vessin itself is like, yeah, it's standard animal person. But like the story itself, uh, getting there, like following all these cr- clues, having to like realize that you are already super late in the game of this of the the whole ritual, and also the fact that it tied back into the overall plot. Uh, I thought it was great. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. I did. That's that's one thing I appreciate uh, a lot. I just I actually just talked about it on the Sleepy Hollow after show, and that like it, it's when you're doing episodic stories like this, like if you're gonna do it right, you need to tie it into your main arc. And this episode has a lot with the main arc, a lot of like little things here and there. There's a lot of like teasing going on that's starting. To- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline get a little frustrating mm-hmm. if I'm being honest but from uh, uh, Rosalie and Renard both mm-hmm. um, like honestly we could cover it right now in about two seconds uh, <laughs> Rosalie is has been contacted again by mystery guy from he has a name he has a name yeah. now his name is Tony yeah um, that's Whoa. that's it all the new information that we got on that storyline yeah yeah um, and Renard uh, officially slept with the uh, redhead campaign manager. Woo! Yeah. I wish and you had a name. We left. Woo! Yeah. Um, <laughs> I it, yeah. We say woo, but like <laughs> woo. <laughs> it was an accident. Sorry. Um, but at the end of this episode, that storyline is exactly where it was. Yeah. Last step, like yes, uh, the last three I, times sorry. we checked it. James Foran says this week's Vesson was bull. Ha. So oh, good. Boo. I loved yeah. it. I thought boo. it was great. <laughs> so good. Good job, James. Um, no, I, I mean, good job. I mean, a boo for a pun is my, the highest compliment that I can <laughs> give. Um, um, no I mean, way. I feel like the the Renard storyline was specifically written for Yell, though. It's like, hey, let's just have a, a thing where Renard is happy. He's getting uh, some stuff on the side. And, like, he's shirtless a bunch. Like He's yeah. too happy. You know, he's going to die. Boo. She's going to turn out to be a vest, and he's going to die. Yeah, Boo also points out he was shirtless, yeah. Yeah, I saw it, guys. Thank you. I noticed. It was beautiful. <laughs> they weren't sure. They oh. weren't sure if you saw it. You think I would miss something that glorious? Please. <laughs> uh, please. Um, alright. Well. Lydia thinks the redhead lady's uh, using Renard. I mean, it has to be doing something. Um, she couldn't going just somewhere. think he's hot? I mean, why, like... It's, it could be both. So I was thinking about it um, because at the end they were so happy and it was like a couple and whatever. I was like, what if it's instead of what we're expecting, like she's going to kill him or, you know, she's evil. They fall in love and get married and leave the show. <laughs> like what if instead of. No, death, this is grim. Right. You don't leave this show oh, this without. Is grim? Yeah. Oh, my mistake. You don't oh. leave don't the show without at least six <laughs> yeah. puncture or and or bullet wounds 
Oh yeah, per person. That'd be great. Hmm. All right, that's the quota. I pulled that number out of. Well, I mean, how many somewhere. times did he get mm-hmm. shot, and then he had the bullet wounds? I'm trying to remember his. But he didn't well. leave, so it's irrelevant. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, he made it back. He didn't have enough bullet wounds, yeah. and so he had to stay. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so well, let's talk about the uh, the Vessin of the week. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was the uh, the Fulcray. Mm-hmm. The what? The Fulcray. Are you sure? I believe it's the Fulcray. Okay. Uh, I'm sure the chat roll will correct will you. Correct me if yeah. I'm wrong. Grimaniacs yeah. there, he'll let you know. Yeah, the Fulcray. Sure. Um, <laughs> ox like Vessin. Mm-hmm. Bull. Um, it was bull. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Yes, we we heard it. Thanks. Earlier. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but but uh, so I I kind of liked it, to be honest. Um. I enjoyed like the the I enjoyed the play uh, uh, with the environmental aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we're in a major drought, so like somebody's going to like the extreme methods. They're like, yeah. well, there were ancient like issues where they did this, mm-hmm. and like then it got it brought the rains down in Portland, yeah, um, or in wherever uh, the uh, the Fulcray are from, yeah. Um, now it got a lot of them murdered. Um, this part, so I, I loved um, mm-hmm. the little history of the Fulcray and the Grim. What you love history, especially when it <laughs> relates to Vesson and Grimm? I'm shocked, Look, Zach. It's like I've never seen this show before. <laughs> History's fascinating. Go Look, on. What I'm, but like, what I'm saying is like we hear a lot about like. Grims of ancient times, and oh, they just hated Vessin, so they killed them left and right. Yeah, but this, like this version, it was the Grims going to extreme measures to punish people for bad behavior, for like horrible behavior. Human sacrifices are dealt with in a swift and brutal manner, mm-hmm. and they are they are just not tolerating human sacrifices, right? Though I mean I, I would I would agree with that if not for the the end where it actually like rained not to skip ahead too much but like in a way that kind of said that this is a magic that because we know magic exists in this world so it's a thing that seems to work right so to me it's the equivalent of the grim being like uh, the crusaders being like this is how society is supposed to be ran. Uh, forget your traditions, forget what you do. It's like that episode of Doctor Who, the Aztecs, where they're like, should we allow oh, classic these... Who. Yeah, real classic Who, but like, we should we allow human sacrifices if it's part of their culture, or should we... Are we responsible for driving them into uh, progressing beyond it? You know? And so the Grimm, in a, in a way, are erasing people's histories because they don't agree with them. Well, I mean, I see that argument. Um, the major difference between the Aztecs and uh, this is that the Aztecs used willing sacrificial participants. Mm-hmm. It was per, it was shown it was like decided to be a, right. a glorious thing. They're kidnapping people, then stringing them up on a cross and brutally murdering them. Again, against their will. Right. Being the major difference between the two scenarios. So I think at that point, it is, if you're saying that your job is to stop people who do bad things, mm-hmm. like uh, 
council of grim superheroes, if you will, right? Um, then yeah, you gotta put a stop to it. Well, not to uh, not to be too contrarian, but like we don't know if back in the day when in the ancient uh, rituals they were willing or not. They said that they were uh, picking out and killing Kersite. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that implies to me that they are on that they would be unwilling. Agreed. Okay. Um, that said, I feel like what's happening because especially when we talk about the Black Claw versus um, HW, and that we are on the side of the SGO, which means that like we're kind of with we're with the man against the pe- the like underdogs, and I feel like we're now getting stories that are kind of like. No, no, remember Vessen are supposed to be bad. No, no, remember, like, the grim side is supposed to be the right side. No, no, like, we're on the good side, guys. Right. And that's what this felt like. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, though I still think that, like, in a way, the grim have always been bad. And that's why Nick shines, is mm-hmm. that, like, the grim are, are monsters. They're, they're fighting what they view as monsters and what yeah. they mm-hmm. think that people would view as monsters. Yeah, that's why I would love to get... Like, I'm glad we have trouble running around now because we have more than one Grim. I would love to get a Grim that's com- that's just so... I would love to get a different Grim. Like an old school Grim. An old school Grim who shows up and is like, what the f- are you doing? Yeah. Like, you gotta murder that blue bot. Mm-hmm. And that folks... Like, I want somebody who's gonna come in and really, like... We got a little bit of that when Kelly first showed up. Yeah. But I want more of that. Like, that's a good dynamic. I think especially for Nick right now. Right. With, with, with Hadrian's Wall and with... Um, with the with Black Claw showing up, like there's a lot of questions that he needs to be asking. Yeah, and I would love to have somebody who's completely outside of that. I think we will get a little more of that kind of stuff once we get deeper into the keys. Because mm-hmm. um, like that, you're you're dealing with more ancient yeah. Vesson lore at that point. Which uh, okay, I, I don't know if I'm changing subject too much, but the tunnel. Can we talk about the tunnel to the door and the door and what's behind the door? Because that was a very small part of the episode, but. Adeline says, what if it's locked for a reason? And his response is, it's been locked for hundreds of years. And she's like, oh, but, like, things live a long time. It's as though they're saying, like, you're going to open this, and we're going to have, like, a Buffy thing. You've released hell onto Earth. Right. Um, And I feel like they're setting that up for once we're done with this Black Claw HW thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. I was like, "Is are we are we getting Buffy? Are we getting supernatural? What is that? Are we opening the Hellmouth? What is this?" <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, we got we got Nick with the with the door again, like sort of like checking this. At least that's like it felt like it was driving it forward mm-hmm. a little bit, like because now he's actively like trying to open this thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and getting he he seemed to be making some progress. He called it an sob. <laughs> that poor door. I know it's. It must be feeling really hurt right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the gamer girl says the tunnel and the keys are connected. That's obviously a theory, but yeah, I also agree. There's a door. There are keys. Yeah. Doors, keys. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Okay. I mean, maybe he opens it and there's some keys like on the other side. It'd be sort of convenient. <laughs> I but... thought maybe the keys would open it. Cool. They're all here. Yeah. How nice. Yeah. Oh, cool. They're all here. Sweet. How did I open the door without the key? <laughs> Magic. Um, I, I also just since we're talking about it, the, I feel like that uh, whole sequence gave us a, a little uh, bit more Natalin time. Gave them a chance to be real cute together. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fans are going crazy for now. <laughs> Yay. But they're not doing anything yet. They're just like being all like friendly, like a couple. Yeah, but they're boring. Bu- I'm, I'm sorry. The way they've built this relationship is so sm- Like the, the writers are so good. But like they built it in a way that makes sense. You know, I mean, I'm still waiting for their fight when he brings up all the awful things she's done because mm-hmm. that seems necessary. But um, I like the way it's been building up. So yeah, far. I mean, here's the thing. Like, we're also sort of waiting on her powers to come back. Yeah. Because this was never supposed to be permanent. Right. Yeah. It was always set up as something temporary. Yeah. And it's been, she's been without powers for a while now. Yeah. Um, I mean, not like no time. Yeah. But like, um, it's been a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, longer than I thought when they first set it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought temporary would be like, yeah, in like two weeks she's gonna have her powers back, at most. Oh, I thought temporary like over a few months, years. Yeah, I mean that seems to be what it is. Right. Um, but as soon as they come back, we're gonna get some craziness, some fun stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. All right. So the vest with back with the uh, the full cray. Yeah. Um. The, it's a, it's a sort of a classic like serial killer thing reminded me almost a little bit of like a Dexter like what Dexter would spend like a season hunting yeah. down um, but I, I mean I, I liked it like I mean we, we don't have to talk about all the details but like the, the water symbols like tying yeah. in like all that stuff um, the fact that it did rain right after the end mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I don't know uh, what, what do you guys think did you like that did you not like that Tari coincidence I real I, uh, I liked it because I felt to me it felt like a game changer. I, like I felt like it legitimized a part of Vessen culture. Um, so I mean, and you could say it's a coincidence they were due for rain, um, but at the same time, you could also say that there's there's a little bit of legitimacy to Black Claw's uh, desire for fundamentalism because we, as like the Grim. Uh, basically force them into a small, the smaller reaches of society. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was coincidence. I think it was, I'm sorry, I think it was just a, like, well, now it's got to rain so that we could think maybe they did do it, but no. No. I mean, magic is very real in this world. I know, but we've never seen this kind of magic. Yeah, uh-huh. but we've seen. I mean, we've seen pretty heavy magic before. Think about the uh, the golem, the golem, the golem, the golem. Those are two different things. I know, I know, but it's hard to break the habit. The golem <laughs> yes. was uh, was was that wasn't a vessel. That was pure magic, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, also yeah. we have had the magic of. <laughs> They make love and magic things happen, I guess. <laughs> I guess murdering people and putting them on a stake and writing a symbol is not that different than smoking out of a, a hat. A, a bong. Bong hat. A, a bong, yo. It was a bong hat. A hat bong. Yeah. And then Either having, way, it's a bong. I mean, Claire Coffey the, confirmed on this very podcast that no, it was a I'm bong. I'm aware that it was a bong, but it was in the shape <laughs> of a hat. It was a hat bong. Yes. Anyway, yeah, I, all right, okay, fine. It was magic. It's a game changer. The whole thing's different now. I mean, you don't have to agree with me. <laughs> I I just feel like that's a thing. And, uh, yeah. Do you feel they will address it at all? I don't. Okay. Me I agreed. 
but I think that it needed to happen. Like, because like it's easy to say that the um, the characters, the uh, what is it, the Fulcre, were just insane people. Mm-hmm. They were just fanatics. But at the same time, it le- it lets you kind of wonder if that's the case. Well, I never. I mean, I never thought of them as crazy fanatics. They they're traditional. I, I don't want to offend anyone who yeah, has yeah. beliefs. Fundamentalists. Um, you know, uh, pious. They were pious. Yes. Sure. <laughs> um, I mean, the big way this this whole story tied back in is when uh, the young, I, I the young, the the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, the son? Yeah, the son. Um, I I spent the whole episode thinking that it was going to end up being the kid. So they totally pulled an SVU on us where they introduced this super minor like character who gives you info and then they convince you that it's you're following the person but it's always someone related or near the person that you, that they are thinking it is. That's all, it's like every SVU episode. And so I was like, <laughs> we think it's the son, we think it's the son and then when it was the obscure guy was like, oh, they did it again! <laughs> SVU crossover! <laughs> Please? I That would be hilarious. It would be beautiful. That's all. It, it's, they're both NBC. I it's know. True. NBC. And they're cops. Work on it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get the uh, New York, the NYPD jurisdiction in Portland, but I'm sure you can figure it out. Um, they've been to Chicago before. They've also they been to, to L.A. Portland. They've been to a lot of places. Yeah, and now <laughs> is the best time to do it since our Vessin uh, enemy is international. Yeah. They're like, we followed this guy. He's known as the Courier. Look, in if Sleepy Portland. Hollow can cross over with Bones, anything can happen. <laughs> exactly. Also, stop plugging Sleepy Hollow on this show. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Um, yeah, I like that this guy is like a member of the Black Claw, yeah. and he's committed... He's like he's committed to the old ways. Yeah. And that's what the Black Claw is about. Like, mm-hmm. it was sort of crazy to see this, like, cr- like creepy, like, rally. Yeah. Um, where... And Monroe had that great... Yeah! Hate them! <laughs> <laughs> I love... I love the way he uh, was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the... Ocultatum Libre. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm one of you. I'm one of you guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm with Ocultatum Libre. I'm totally yeah. with you. Whatever. <laughs> Just stop kicking this guy, <laughs> you jerks! Yeah. I thought he might be. I thought he might die in that scene. Like I thought, they, I thought those two guys when they started to walk out, I thought they were going to kill him. Monroe or yeah. the other guy? The other guy. Oh, other I was guy. like, Monroe was not going to die. No, 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 no. no. Okay. The the dad. Yeah, yeah. I would have been cool with that. I mean, it would have been bad. I, you would have been cool <laughs> I mean, with like, that. In terms of a story, I would have been okay with that happening. All right. Not okay. Yeah, Yell likes murder. Um, <laughs> Yell likes murder. What else is new? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so let's um, let's jump over to Hadrian's Wall. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I know, Yell, you've been waiting to talk about Meisner. No, I've been waiting to talk about Eve. Sure, yeah. Guys. Um, so, okay, so we got a pretty like awesome like little fight sequence with them. Yeah. That I thought was cool. After Trouble like finds this guy, like... Yeah. Through her like hacker skills, new hacker skills. Yeah, she's turned into um, uh, Sky. Yeah, she's totally Sky. Yeah. Right? Oh my God. Agents I didn't of Shield. Notice that until just. Agents you're, of but you're Shield totally Agents. right. She's Sky, with short. She's short hair. Sky. Yeah. So Sky. She, she actually <laughs> resembles uh, the comic book version of Daisy. Interesting. A little more. 
<laughs> with the sh- with the super short hair. Yeah, that's great. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> back to back to Grim. Uh, James in the chat. James Foreign says, "Yeah, likes two things: Meisner and murder." <laughs> Yeah, it's great. That's, I've, I've known Yell for a, a little while for a while now. I like a lot more than two yeah. things. Let's be honest. We like R and R. She likes M and M. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Hadrian's Wall. Yeah. Um, I love the torture scene. Yeah. Right. So good. Um, this really solidified Eve as a character for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we got and separated see... her from Juliet. Absolutely. Um, James Elwood in the chat says, "Why was Trouble even there when Eve was interrogating the guy? Trouble literally just stood and watched." Um, but Grimaniac points out that Trouble's probably like still in training. That said, it looked like Trouble was not okay with it. Yeah, and then she was like, "Uh, uh, hear no evil." I think you're forgetting hear no evil. Like, <laughs> oh. Oh, she's in on she's this. She's the good cop. Yeah. She's the worst good cop ever. It's great. It's yeah. so great. No, because she just like, stands back and there's like, maybe she'll help me. She seems to sympathize. And then she's like, oh, no. I think you forgot one. <laughs> I yeah. think you forgot They're one. They're playing good, bad, worst right now. <laughs> nice. Meisner's the good. <laughs> Wait, what? The good? I'm going to go get some copies. Yeah. You do what you the want. The good cop always leaves the bad cop to do the damage. He's like, I can help you, but, but only if you help. And then they're like, I'm going to refuse you. And they're like, all right, well, I got to go. I'm not sure what this guy's going to do. Yeah, but usually Good Cop stays a little bit longer. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm, I am on your side. I am here to help you. Look, he was like, I'm either going to help you or get coffee. You recall. Get all right, I'm getting coffee. Look, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, Meisner got in there. He did his business and he got out when he was done. Like he 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 didn't <laughs> need to stay in I there. Not a confirmed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, But I but like it's such a it's so creepy. Like the the look. Like as soon as she like covers the mouth and you know what it's gonna be like when the hand comes away. But mm-hmm. like it's but doing it to his eyes and then his ears mm-hmm. and then leaving him alone to yeah. just. I can't imagine that kind of torture. Yeah. It was great. It was so good. Yeah. I loved it. It was I mean we've never seen an interrogation like that, right? That's like I've seen, you know, the the mouth, right? Right. I've, you've never seen all three. Yeah. It's instant solitary confinement. It's ugh. Yeah. And then but, she was like, I mean, yeah, he's ready if you don't want him to go insane. <laughs> so it's like she thought it through. Yeah. Oh, I like Eve. I really do. <laughs> She's so badass. Yep. Uh, no, she's great. Um, I, I sort of, I have mixed feelings about the wigs. I wanted to ask you guys what you thought. I, I, I honestly, like, I wanted to ask what you guys think of the wigs. Yeah. Um, it I, seems silly to me. <laughs> it's a little silly. However, like, it, it definitely is a way to help us visually distinguish her from Juliet. Um, and it's a, Couldn't it's, we just dye her hair instead of, like, swapping it around all the time? No. <laughs> because she she like as a agent she has to go from place to place and it can't be like well I saw a, a, a diamond blonde platinum yep a platinum blonde lady and it's like well that's what she is forever whereas like she can she can be more I guess incognito with these different <laughs> but it, with I think the most yeah like uh, glaring wigs yeah ever. it's just like because and it, it, it visually looks awesome because yeah. like it, with this like these drab browns and grays that like fill the screen and then yeah. like her hair just pops out yeah right? well I see them uh, as like a character quirk if anything so it's like her bow tie 
Ah. All right. Interesting. I mean, when you put it like that. Uh, Lydia, <laughs> Lydia points out back to the good cop, bad cop. Trouble is bad cop. Eve was the blunt instrument. Yeah. Whoa. That's correct. All right. Yeah. Um, as for the wigs, I'm a big fan of wigs. I really do like them. Uh, her wigs, though, are very, um, like, drag show. Not drag show. Um, like, Mardi Gras. As opposed to like yeah. wigs, that's what I mean. It's not like she had her. If her like, it wouldn't bother me if it was like, oh, she put on a blonde wig, she put on a red wig, right. she put on a brunette, like black, like, different hairstyles, whatever. This, but they're all the same. They're just like, what crazy color is she gonna wear this week? Like yeah. pink or lime green or just white. It also like when she was at the restaurant, she stood out so much because of the wig. Right. And I think that's the problem is out in the field, she stands out so much now. Yeah. Mm. Which, if they're, if they're trying to, maybe they're trying to build her a reputation, basically, mm. so that, like, when you see a bright-colored wig mm. walk into a room, like, you freaking run. Yeah. That's like, a really great you, theory. You I'd like bail. Because that. um, that's, like, a big, like, when you see, like, it's like a big superhero thing. It's like when you see that costume, yeah. you run. Because you know, like, if a blue and white shield, or blue, red, and white shield with a star flies in through a window, and you're not, like, the Red Skull, you get the hell out of there. Like, because <laughs> like, you're not going to stick around. So, like, yeah. it, she is scary. Yeah. Um, like, almost to the point, like, I kind of want them to, like, I, I kind of think they would really release this guy back out into the world to like, like spread the, the yeah to be like the they're not messing around right yeah um like they're scary <laughs> like real scary <laughs> like nightmares for the rest of your life do you think they're gonna release the guy um they might I honestly don't think we'll ever see him again I definitely thought they would. It would end with her going like this in his head and his uh, neck snapping. Interesting. I mean, she did. Like, we don't know what happened after we stopped on her, froze, and then she just tilted. Yeah, her I head. love her so much. Like, it's such. It was such. That was such an animalistic. Mm-hmm. Like, you're such a strange creature. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you're my plaything. <laughs> you both did it at the exact same moment. It was so creepy. Good. <laughs> we are one. We are together. Back Okay. But the big thing they get out of it is they get Lucian's name. Name, yeah. Yeah. Um, he moves around a lot like any good spy does. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. <laughs> he doesn't stay in a place more than one night. That sounds real expensive. <laughs> I mean, I, I, my first thought on it was that he was staying with different members of uh, Black Claw. Yeah, my thought was this is real expensive. Yeah, like he's in a different hotel. <laughs> I mean, look, Airbnb. we saw uh, we saw like earlier in the season like a whole scheme to like get money, bankroll this this operation. You're right. This is a massive international like organization. I think they got cash for some motels. So does the SGO. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. HW is living with all the blank. Um, here's my <laughs> they question. They got that federal money. Oh, oh yeah. That <laughs> taxpayer money. Yeah, seriously. Um, so uh, the other question I had about the interrogation room is the door is exactly the same as all the bedrooms. It's the same door. Every room in that entire complex has the same door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How how do you know that that's the right room? It's like I mean, it's like an army 
like barracks. Yeah, like, but they usually have numbers or something. Maybe there's a little piece of flare on the handles. You know, there's... yeah, that you just can't see. Uh, All right. Yeah. It just I was cons- I was like, we going into a bedroom? Nope, we're going to the interrogation room. <laughs> or you count your steps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Meisner's room is six steps from the hallway. Seven. Ooh. Go on. I mean, six if you're in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> or, or tall. Right. <laughs> so yell for you at, at seven. Thanks. Uh, um, uh, any other thoughts, guys? Um, yes. So um, we find out that Meisner uh, says it's time to find out where everybody stands. And that he wants everyone to come in. And there's an entire conversation about what that means and... Um, what they have to do. Do they have to do an oath? Are they going to start working for the government now? Like, what does that mean? And I'm waiting for the day that they have this sit down. Because it, what does it mean? It's going to be an interesting moment. Yeah. And it's weird because he said he wanted that answer now. And instead, we did other things. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm imagining they get their cell phones they sign a contract for like three years, get their salaries, um, <laughs> something to that effect, or sign an NDA because you know right yeah. now they're freelancing, so they they can just spread all the news they want. Uh, but once they sign that contract, man, they can't say nothing, or they'll get sued, <laughs> <laughs> or beheaded. One of those two. I, I think I'd prefer the the latter. <laughs> I mean, I kind of hope that we get like through them joining our debating joining we get a little bit more into what they like who's behind the SGO or the HW yeah. whatever the hell we're calling them <laughs> I go I interchange those yeah yeah. you mean the federal government if it is the federal well, government like or if Mama Graham Kelly is still alive <laughs> I, mean, I don't know <laughs> he, he, he gave Nick a picture of her body last episode I so really it glamoured Magic. I, I really hope that's not true, and I doubt it is. It's not. Um, Grim's be- Grim is better about that. Yeah, oh, I I'd, definitely say they're better than that. I was like, what are you saying about me? Um, I, I I feel like it's a big group of Grims, especially after this episode where we learn that Grims are like the culture police. Oh my god, I would <laughs> love a Grim Council. <laughs> Grim um, Council, please. Yeah, I Rosalie please. even brought up the council. Yeah. Yeah. And that I mean, they only died like a week ago at this point, right? But she brought up that like it sounds like HW is trying to be the new council in a different way, in a better funded, less conference roomy way. Yeah, I mean they they definitely think they are. Mm-hmm. They they absolutely believe that they are doing what the Vesting Council was doing. Yeah, uh, but like, there. I mean, it's it does sound like the American government, like. There's something ancient and important going on. We're the people to fix it. We're not going to wait and listen and talk to anybody else, but we're going to start an organization. We're going to funnel a whole bunch of money into it, and then we're going to stop the terrorists. You're right. That does sound like the government. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> um, but I like it. I like where it's going. I want to know more. Um, I would love to find out that there's like a grim council, whether it's behind the HW or, or not, and they just like are coming out of hiding. Maybe that's what's behind the door. <laughs> They're waiting. We've been so cold in here. We wanted you to find all the keys to open the door. Why do you think we left the keys? We're trapped in here. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I could definitely see um, a very interesting storyline behind uh, coming out of who's behind the HW. And, like, 
evolution or who else is behind Black Claw. I just want to know who from the Scooby gang is going to join the HW. Because they said we're going to, and I'm harping on this point, but Rosalie said whatever we choose, we choose together. And I want to be like, that's not how adulting works. <laughs> but but also, I want to see who's going and what that does to this the Scooby gang. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you guys have any other thoughts on this episode? Should we move forward? Yeah. Into um, predictions. Well, no. Before we no. get to predictions, I do. <laughs> I got excited. Um, before we get to predictions, um, I want to take a second and talk to you guys about our sponsors. Yeah. Because it's only with our sponsors that we're able to do fantastic program like like this, and all for free. Um, like you guys get to you get to watch this on YouTube, you get to listen to it on iTunes or SoundCloud or however you're finding this completely for free, and we're able to do that with our fantastic sponsors. And this and this week's sponsor is Casper Mattresses again, as it was last week. Yay. And and Casper is a great company. They were named uh, one of Time Magazine's best. Uh, uh, best inventions of 2015. I wanted to make sure I got the nomenclature on that right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, best invention of 2015 because th- these are some of the most comfortable mattresses out there. Uh, there's a lot of great advice on how to get a good night's sleep, but the best advice I can give you is get a great mattress. Because that's where it starts. It all starts with your mattress. Um, it's engineered for supportive comfort that guarantees you a great night's sleep. Just like they also now have new sheets and pillows, also all very engineered, engineered to give you the best possible sleep that you can possibly get. The dual layer pillow contains nearly one billion microfibers that adapt as you move and keep you supported and cool throughout the night. Uh, Casper ships its mattresses for free in a surprisingly compact box that you can try in your home for th- for 100 nights, completely risk free. Um, and that's uh, that's a great deal. You can get it delivered to your home. You don't have to like lug it or call a truck. It just gets delivered for free. Um, and if you don't love it after 100 days, they'll pick it up and refund everything. Hmm. Um, and the best part is you can get 50 bucks off because of uh, us here at AfterBuzz TV. Yeah. Um, if you go to Casper.com and use the code AfterBuzzTV uh, one more time, the code is AfterBuzzTV you can get $50 off your mattress. Um, uh, that's of any size. They have like all the different sizes up to King and California King. Mm, Get 50 nice. bucks off. Go to Casper.com sla- go, Casper.com and use the code AfterBuzzTV. One more time. Casper.com slash after... No! No slash. Casper.com code AfterBuzzTV. <laughs> Don't listen to the brief moment there. No, there's no slash. No slash. <laughs> no slash. Slash the slash. But there is Casper.com. After and then the code is after Buzz TV. Yes. Um, yeah. Terms and conditions may apply. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. Let's uh, let's move into some uh, predictions. <laughs> and now your After Buzz TV predictions. Predictions. predictions? <laughs> okay. Next week, the Anubis Vessen are back. Yeah, I'm like excited. the Egyptian god ones. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that episode. I'm excited that we're going back into that territory. Um, I mean, we didn't really get a lot from that. We saw that it was Monroe versus the Egyptian gods. Yeah, two dog, two Egyptian dogs versus Monroe. <laughs> um, it looked like they were stealing something. Um, Interesting. Who knows what. Yeah. Um I mean in the in the last time we saw those vests and they were trying to steal like an ancient mummy. 
mm-hmm. who was an Egyptian god. He was yeah. the other one. Yep. Right. Um, so I'm wondering if it'll be something similar. Okay. All right. Um, like another ancient artifact that could bring the Black Claw a lot of power. Yeah. Mm. I would love that. Um, I would love to get more in. Like, if we, if, like, if the magic was real from this week, yeah, it opens up a whole realm of possibilities. Like, what of all of these crazy old beliefs that, like, whether from real life or from Vesson, like, from Grim World Lord, that they yeah. make up, what's real? What's not? Could be very interesting. Yeah. It's true. What are you guys thinking? Um, I think... Yeah, this is going to be a safe uh, prediction. I think we're going to get very uh, little info on Dixon and Renard and that whole storyline. We're going to get like mm, two scenes tops, but most likely one. I still continue my prediction that Dixon is Black Claw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just, but it, it like my only hesitation on it now is that they've been stringing us along on it so long that mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, okay, she works for she is or works for bad people. Yeah, yeah. we get it. Just get to the point yeah tony's gonna be bad i i guess get to the point there are a lot of theories in the chat about the keys james elwood says that they're probably stealing the keys um jay says that they're probably guarding more keys um (laughs) mr d style says hashtag the keys (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah wow uh you can't hashtag in the chat roll guys uh, and then, wherever you want, yeah, guys. Bernard is also probably going to run for mayor. Yeah, I feel like she was setting him up to start running for against Dixon. Oh, really? The redhead with the like, you're a natural. You you exude power. Oh, you think she's going to like pull a fast one and she's like gonna, Bernard's going to run? Yeah, I think she's going to try to convince Bernard to run. Interesting. I mean, huh. look at that posture. It's just so blah 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 blah. blah. I thought whatever I, y'all you're I, thinking it. I figured she it's was setting him up to be like a, <laughs> a Black Claw leader instead. Ah, like a like another Lucian essentially. Ooh, or to take out Lucian and take over. I Ooh, like that. Yeah, I would really like to see Renard and Lucian fight shirtless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got to be shirtless. <laughs> Obviously. Um, oh my god. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but only you're like only if Meisner gets in the fray at some point. Well, he'd have to come in and stop the fighting and get his shirt ripped <laughs> off too. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, you guys God. clearly didn't think this through. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff up in the air. I'm very excited to see where we go with this. Uh, any last thoughts, guys? Any last predictions you want to throw out? Nah, I'm just glad they played their Egyptian god card, Dylan. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a Yu-Gi-Oh. Were you thinking Exodius? <laughs> yes. Were you thinking yourself there? Yes. I don't quite yes. understand. Dylan's in my head, and he's like, "Here's say this joke," and I did it, and then I thanked him for it. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Okay, until next week, Yell Eagle. Where can everyone keep up with you? Everyone can keep up with me on Yell TV. That's Y A E L TV. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram, where I'm giving away DVDs at Yell Eagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. And I have a new podcast that is out every week after this show. Really, it's called Intimate Interrogations. It's free on iTunes. Check it out. And I'm Tari J Miller. You can find me at Twitter. Nope, at Tari J on Twitter. T A U R I J A Y. Yep. It's contagious. <laughs> um, Slash. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for watching. As always, go on to iTunes and, and uh, AfterBuzz TV, uh, TV on YouTube. So hit the subscribe button. Uh, it really helps us out. Follow us on AfterBuzz TV on Twitter um, and so many other ways. You can follow me 
at that Zach Wilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N on Twitter, Instagram. Now on YouTube, I have a, a big goal for the year. I want to get to 1,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel by the end of the year. So get, go on there, help me out, help me uh, try to uh, reach that goal. I'm going to be releasing some stuff about television, uh, just talking about TV, like I do every day. Yay. It's all I do. So until next week, guys, I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.